Right. Um, welcome back, everyone. Um, this is my end of week three update. So this will be something like part 4B. And um, I want to update you on the third week and also springboard off of the previous episode's discussion on stress eating and talk a bit about diet flexibility. That's the aim for today. So I left you last episode with talking about my sort of external stress that I had imposed on me from these from these random Karens on social media. And um, it was quite nice, actually, because it, it that episode acted as a bit of a release from for me, which is good, because as I as I said, like more than likely something had happened in her day. She had got stressed out, decided she was going to stress me out. And so it's a nice way of breaking up that cycle of like stressed out people, stressing other people out and going through life, being unaware that that's what they're doing. So I sort of ended that cycle. <laughs> Whereas she decided to try and stress me out. I then turned that into positive energy and created a podcast, which is a good way of relieving stress, a better way. All right. So, um, firstly, let's talk about the topic. So, I want to talk about diet flexibility. Now, it was my nephew's fifth birthday party on Tuesday, okay? So, just a few days ago. Um, and fifth birthday party is a great age. Like, what a nice age that is. Um, they're still, like, crazy enthusiastic about life. <laughs> and um, also, on top of that, they're old enough to actually appreciate things. So they're not like four years ago or three, even three years ago, you know, they're just like toddlers and they're not really doing a great deal. They don't have that much of a way of personality, um, particularly like four years ago, you know, his first birthday. So now he's got a full blown personality. He loves the things he loves and um, he can really appreciate it. And he loves the fact that everyone's there, his uncle's there, his dad's there, his mum's there, his grandma's there, all that kind of stuff. It's all fantastic, right? he's having a great time uh, so you get caught up in that because it's nice to 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 relive that almost and take part in it and almost live vicariously through him so it's lovely like five-year-old birthday party love it fantastic so I went over um and took some presents and all that kind of stuff and uh, had this birthday party and yeah so uh, i decided um his mum by the way so my sister-in-law is an amazing cook my brother's wife amazing and she cooks uh like donuts uh, uh various like cakes and all that kind of stuff amazing just amazing cook and then afterwards there was um homemade pizza in this special sort of pizza oven so i decided you know i've been um i'm gonna just go off plan and that is kind of what i want to talk about today so what is flexibility so i went off plan at basically whatever i wanted to and in whatever quantities I wanted to do. I didn't restrict myself, didn't count calories. As you know, as you know, I'm not doing that. Just went off plan. And that is what flexibility is. It is the ability to go off plan. Now, I, I think there's a misunderstanding about flexibility. And I did a bit of a thought experiment on this. I was discussing diet flexibility with a client of mine. And um, I asked him, because we were discussing the definition and he was also under the impression that flexibility of dieting means being able to fit whatever you want in your macros. He thought that was flexibility. And I said to him, go ahead and ask 
your PT friends of who he's got quite a few. And I said, why don't you ask your PT friends, what is your definition of diet flexibility? And they all came back with, yeah, sure. You know, have your pizza and all that kind of stuff, but fit it within your macros, fit it within your calories. That's what they consider to be flexibility. And that, that is the basis of today's discussion. Now, the reason why these attitudes are not only wrong, but they're quite damaging is this in, in summary, um, just to kind of kick off what my issue is. It's kind of like this. It's kind of like saying, yes, you're, you're allowed to roam free in all the compound, all the premises, uh, and you're free. Go ahead. Go roam around. You're absolutely free. Um, <laughs> and then the prison guard tells you, but you can't go outside the walls of the prison. <laughs> and you realize, actually, you're still in prison. You're not free. A diet's kind of like that. Like a diet is a self-imposed, you know, restriction. Of course it is. But saying that you're free, you're being flexible to do what you like and saying that you're free within the confines of these walls and all that kind of stuff, that's not really freedom. And it's the same with flexibility. Saying you're being flexible by fitting your pizza into your macros and your calories, that's not flexibility. It's not flexibility by the definition of the term that that has been around for over 22 years at this point, but I think still think a lot of PTs just aren't familiar with. Flexibility is not the ability to fit food within your macros. It's the ability to just go off your plan. That's what flexibility is. Fitting foods within your macros, that's just part of your plan. You know, that's just like, okay, I'm, I'm doing an if it fits your macros approach. Like I can just vary these things. That's just variety. I call that variety in my coaching. Flexibility is the ability to just completely say effort to the plan. Notice how I'm keeping this uh, PG, this episode. This last episode was certainly not. Um, so flexibility is, the, is that ability to completely go off your plan. Now, why is this important? It's important because of this. If you're on a harsh diet and your coach says to you, yeah, you can be as flexible as you like, just fit it into your calories. Effectively, what they're doing is they're not allowing you to be free and flexible. There, and if you do, if you are, then you blow it and you've failed. Okay, they are setting you up for failure because they're putting this self-imposed box around you, saying, "Well, here's your plan, and flexibility in this plan means fitting it within your macros and calories. Therefore, if you ever step foot outside of that box, you've failed. Just like in the analogy, if you step foot outside the grounds, that's it, you're done. You know, you'll be taken in, battered, whatever." And so that's really damaging for people's psychology because they're there, they're sat there going, oh, yes, ah, flexibility. And then when it comes down to it, when it comes down to a Friday night or a party like this, and they really want to just think, I'm okay to go off plan, then they get all those guilty feelings because who really sits there and calculates? I mean, you can do, I guess. But there's, there's going to come a time where you don't want to sit there and calculate the calories in that slice of pizza or whatever. You just want to go off plan. However, if you do so, by definition of your PT, you failed. You failed because their definition of flexibility is fitting these macros within your, within your calorie budget. Anything outside of that, you failed. And that's, that's psychologically very damaging. And that's what leads people to go on to this cycle of going, okay, well, you know what? Now I failed. That's it. Just pass everything. And they just, they basically punish themselves at that stage because why not in for a penny, in for a pound? However, if you give people the permission 
to go off flexible to go off diet and you say it's okay like flexibility what it actually means is the ability to just go off plan altogether not care about diet for a while okay if you give them that ability you empower them by putting control back into their lives so when they're presented with something like this where it's a birthday party they go in happy like i did happy that you know i'm going to enjoy myself and i went in i didn't overindulge because there was no psychological pressure and often this is what happens when you have this imposed structure and this inability to be flexible reasonably actually flexible and if you are actually flexible it's considered to be a failure so the silent implication is if you go off plan you failed and you know what happens we we see this in all the literature we see this in all the studies as soon as people feel like they're not in control that's it it's game over they're going to eat everything and anything and anything because they feel bad about being a failure so therefore they eat to placate themselves then they feel worse because they're eating to placate themselves and then they eat more and then it's like well I'm, you know what i'm gonna to have to get back on my plan tomorrow or maybe monday so screw it that's it the whole weekend's gone <laughs> or sometimes the whole week is gone then training goes out the window and that's how you that's how somebody who was predisposed to binge eating patterns starts binging that is how because their pt their well-intentioned pt who's actually a moron has said that yeah flexibility is this concept of okay fit it in but within your macros and so they're setting their client up for failure they're like, okay that you're going to fail if you go outside your macros so true flexibility is not variety variety is just fitting stuff in within your macros and your calories true flexibility is the ability to go off your plan the acceptance of going off your plan and understanding that it's okay to do that because then and doing it in a guilt-free way so you don't have any negative connotations with that you don't get the stress associated with that because you're in control understanding that you've gone off your plan you're in control and it's okay to do so that is what true diet flexibility is and we know from all the research on the area and there's been a lot of for decades as well for like well over three to four decades we know that people who have flexible dieting attitudes typically do better when it comes to diet we also know that people who maintain weight loss in the long term end up becoming more flexible they have to so to live your life you have to become more flexible now where we have a problem is we have these pts who they live a very sheltered life and so within their sheltered life of being you know 200 pounds or whatever um and muscular and fresh out of university with very little responsibilities for them it's okay to sit there for 20 minutes and map out their evening of pizza etc and fitting it into their macros they're probably also relatively large and muscular so for them that's what they consider to be flexibility they don't understand though that as soon as you hit reality and you get into your you know job working atmosphere whatever you get a bit older that there are going to be times where life just throws you a curveball and you're not going to be able to sit there and carefully meticulously calculate your macros and you want to be in a situation where that's okay to do so and so that's where diet flexibility comes in that flexibility is the ability to just say you know what this plan i'm going to go off this plan and that's a okay 
So it's a far more realistic way of living. And it's a far more realistic thing to have in your toolbox. It's not, this is another reason why typically young, um, very fit, always have been fit PTs typically aren't the best idea to hire as your coaches because they just don't live a very realistic lifestyle. And, and typically they're not very well read. Um, and typically they're not very intelligent either. So yeah, I mean, um, so that's, but the problem, it has a very real consequence, you see. It's all, it's all well and good me taking a piss, but it has a very real consequence. The very real consequence is it contributes to disordered eating if the client is predisposed to that. By saying to someone, look, this, this fit, you fit it within your macros, do whatever you want on Saturday night, fit it within your macros. You have this silent implication that if you can't fit it within your macros, you're a failure and you're failed. Now, if the people you're coaching are typically, you know, your age to have just as little responsibilities, all that kind of stuff, then it might work okay. But as soon as you get somebody who actually lives in the real world, who's a bit older, perhaps, who has kids, responsibilities, all that kind of stuff, presented with that, that could actually be massively disastrous. And I do think it contributes to a large part of diet failures. And as I've just mentioned, the research shows that for those of you who are better at being flexible, they're going to have better outcomes. They're also going to be better long-term if they understand what flexibility truly is. So if you've got these PTs who are from the off stating, stating the wrong definition of flexibility, those clients don't stand a chance. So that's my point. Um, diet flexibility really is the ability to completely go off your plan. It's not just the ability to just fit things within your macros. That is, that's just variety. That's just variety. All right, folks, um, I'm going to give you a quick update on where I'm at with my diet. So uh, we are at the end of week three. Uh, this week, I dropped an average weight of 1.19 kilos, which is nice. It's pretty cool. So uh, da, da, da. first week was a drop of 1.3. Just calculating this up now. 1.3 kilos. Second week was a drop of 1.44. Then this week was a drop of 1.19. That is 3.93 kilos, so just shy of four kilos down in three weeks, uh, which is, for my American viewers, about 8.6 pounds. Divided by three is roughly like, it's almost three pounds a week, which is pretty good, pretty fast. And uh, I'm in a pretty good groove with dieting. Like, I feel all right. Um, I feel like I could do these kind of meals every day. On the next podcast, I will discuss what I eat. That's probably a good idea because I've not touched on that yet. And while I am employing quite aggressive weight loss, it might surprise you guys to know that there are certain options and certain things that I'm including, um, like little bits of chocolate and all that kind of stuff, which are probably aren't typical of aggressive weight loss, but they're enough for me to keep uh, weight loss coming at the rate that I want. So I will cover that in a subsequent episode, uh, probably next week. All right, folks, um, if you find these types of insights useful, then do go ahead and leave a review on iTunes. A lot of people have messaged saying they really like the podcast. Um, I have to kind of message them back to say, leave a review on Five Star. And if you can leave a written review, that'd be good. That's a lot more valuable in general rather than just a rating. So I did ask one guy to leave a written review and he, he came back within a second ago. And he said they'd done it. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. But I prefer a written review would be nice. Just a few words with a five star would be amazing. Um, and yeah, just share it around. It helps to build the podcast up and get this 
stuff out there, which is useful because I don't see a lot of other people talking about stuff like this. Um, so that would be nice. All right, folks, I'll call it there. Have a lovely week and speak to you next time.